This week we talk about a new roller coaster, Red Tide, and a new addition to Kennedy Space Center. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, or you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. Are you going to make it through this one? I'm not feeling well. Shannon is going to bear through it. She's had a cold. I Yeah. It's like a, a, I have a cough too, too cold. She's got a cough too. And as we're sitting here doing this pre-show prep. I wonder I, if anyone got that reference, by the cough way. Cough too, too cold. What is cough, that? You say all the time and I don't yeah, know what that's it's from. It's cough too, too cold. You don't know oh, that's, that's from? from Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's for Forrest Gump. I knew that. I knew that. It's when Jenny, Jenny is sick and he says, she says, I'm sick, Forrest. And he's like, what's wrong? Do you have a cough too, too cold? <laughs> and then proceeds to be the most depressing <laughs> yeah, gets, part of movie history after that. after well, that. But... Cough too, too cold. That's what it's from. I have, but I actually do have just a cough too, too and, cold. And as we're sitting here, kind of prepping this and getting our stuff together here, I'm sitting here going, "Oh, you know what? I'm starting to get a tickle in the back of my throat too." You're gonna so have a cough too, too cold too. You're handing it to me, and then by this time next week, when we do the next show. I'm gonna be the one that's sick, and I'll feel great, and you'll feel great. I'm looking I, forward to that, and time. I get to blame you. <laughs> so this weekend's plans, we had some, we had a really something we were really looking forward to this weekend. Yeah. And it kind of got washed out. So a couple weeks ago, um, I had my fantasy football draft at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's your favorite restaurant. It's the only I go there once a year. It's for the fantasy football draft. It's, it's the only your t- favorite restaurant. It's the only time. Yeah, this show brought to you by Hooters, Winghouse, <laughs> Wingstop, every place that's not Buffalo Wild Wings. Because eh. well, and it's like you always say, like they have good wings, but they're just not. As good as the price. It's not as good as the price. And the I price this... is like ridiculous. It should be like gold plated wings. The yeah. Way. It's like, you didn't you say it was like a dollar fifty or something it or a wing? It out to like over a buck a wing. And you know what I don't like about it? I know this is such, seems like such a diva thing to no, it's complain not. about. No, it's not. Especially if you're paying that much money for 10 wings. You're right. You're paying 10 bucks for 10 wings. And it's served on a, a little piece of paper in a basket. Yeah, the, like, paper, the paper tray in the basket. Every time I get that at Buffalo Wild Wings, like, come on, man. Like I feel like you're at... Um, I don't know, like a cafeteria it, it, or something. It feels like I always say this is like this is like ordering a hot dog at a high school football game. You yeah, know, you're gonna that's give exactly me, right. You know, when you say you're gonna if I'm gonna pay gonna ten dollars for ten wings, it better be served on a plate <laughs> or at least in a basket. I'm okay with like a plastic. It is on a basket. Well, like a like a real basket, like you know how you get it most. Oh, pub type places, not like, a plastic. Like basket. I don't need my wings to come in a silver platter with a doo-doo on the roll. <laughs> For ten dollars, uh, they should. <laughs> but you know, maybe something better than a paper tray. And the and the beer is a little expensive there, and just the vibe. It's okay. But you know what? It's actually a really good place to do a fantasy football draft because they provide you with. Yeah, don't they like provide you with like a a board? And yeah, they stuff? give you a board. They give you stickers. You've got plenty of space, so it's really good for that. I will say it's a good environment for that, and they got a pretty decent selection of beer and stuff like that. So. It's the one time a year I go to Buffalo Wild Wings. And Did you get Tony Romo or Ben Roethlisberger? I got, uh, I got, I got Russell Wilson as my quarterback this year. <laughs> oh, I like him. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then and I, who's the guy, uh, the quarterback of the um, of the Green Bay Packers? 
He's Aaron Rodgers. Like. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he was a keeper. I like him. I think he was a keeper. It's a keeper league, so somebody who has him capped him. But so we're there in at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I didn't make the mistake, or maybe it wasn't a mistake. It was kind of fun. I was doing the ghost pepper wings this time, okay? Because a couple of years ago, we—it's still one of these things that lives in legend. Wait, is that is that the one that you said was like a Russian roulette? No. Oh, there is a place. Oh wow, there was a bar I went to time ago in Connecticut that had what was called Russian roulette jal- jalapeno poppers, and they okay. had six jalapeno poppers that were just normal. You know uh-huh. how jalapeno poppers yeah, got a little spice, a little, but bit, it's, a little bit of heat, but, but it's not offset too bad. by the cheese and stuff yeah. that's in there. But they took one and they injected it with Dave's Insanity Sauce, which at the time was like one of that ridiculously hot. It's very hot. Right. So you yeah. go around the table, everyone picks a, a popper, you eat it. And you don't know who's going to get the... One of you is going to get it, right? <laughs> but this was just, they had a special, like, limited which time Which sounds only. really fun, by that the way. It does sound People fun. People t- should totally do that. I would like to do that. That yeah. sounds really fun. I would totally do that. I'd like to bake something like that at a bake-off and put, like, ghost peppers in one muffin out of the... 10 or that's something you could do because you're the baker but yeah something like that it but, seems like more of a a um like a savory kind of thing though maybe, like like but, like a jalapeno popper sounds perfect for that not necessarily here's the cupcakes and one of them has has a ghost pepper in well, it that's the penalty for bad luck you, instead of a nice cupcake you get to eat it's a ghost like, pepper wait what yeah a couple of years ago, we were there and they had ghost pepper wings as like a special limited time only thing. And we we're like, let's get five of them. They were really hot. Like we were pacing the floor. Like I <laughs> ate one and I'm walking back and forth sweating. And then what was it I, three of you? That there was, were doing there it? was five wings. Three of us were brave enough to eat them. I actually went back for a second one because I'm an idiot and then spent the next 20 minutes walking around, pacing, <laughs> sweating, and then... Right. But it's like a thrill a little bit. It's like it's it's pain and it stinks and you're sweating and it's burning, but at the same time, it's kind of fun, if that makes any sense. Well, it's if we, you're doing stuff like that with friends, it, it can be fun. Right. Yeah. And there was a few of us and we all got to sit there and That's stare the at each other. That's the kind of thing you should film because th- that would get views on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of those out there already. I know. And they get views. And everybody who didn't do it was looking at us like, why? That, doesn't even, that doesn't look fun it doesn't even look fun right so how did we get off on that we, oh because we were okay fantasy football draft oh, and right. uh, you know how you've got some friends who you don't really see that often but you do see maybe once or twice a year yeah. and this was one of those times where i ran into a buddy of mine he used to be our neighbor used to be up the West, street yeah and uh then after the draft and he left but, us like everyone else in our neighborhood i know our neighborhood used to be so cool and now we have like Two or three people left of, of the cool crowd. Everybody's scattered. <laughs> and now we, and then, of course, they're like, we'll see you all the time. Now you don't. Yeah, I and see you this, never see any of them. You see them once yeah. a year at the draft. But but this guy, uh, he made a really cool uh, effort to reach out. And he said, hey, um, you know, we've got uh, Andy, we've got um, we've joined a boat club. And yeah. I don't know which one it is. I know the big one is called Freedom Boat Club. Yeah. And if you don't know what this is, these are one of these deals where instead of owning a boat, you pay a think, monthly fee. Yeah, a monthly fee. I think there's a down payment, and then there's a monthly fee. Yeah, and we have a couple of people that we know we, who have one. We do, of, yeah. And we've always yeah. kind of been interested in this. Yes, but and, we've never done it. Right, and you show up at their at their, and I I think a lot of them are like national. So once you're a member of this boat club, you can take you can use it at all these like marinas and I docks if, are I you, think when you go and get because you can pick any boat when you go they've got usually I think you have, have like to a, reserve ahead of time do you but have to reserve and I think and they typically I wonder have if, like, a bunch they of different boats clean it for you and everything too or if you have to clean up clean the boat after I do I think they clean it I think you've got to pay for gas yeah 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 on, I, right. th- I, I know you, you gotta, do because that's part of the thing like when you own a boat maintenance and cleaning and yeah. all that is a big deal so 
buying in a monthly membership and they do all that hard work for you is, yeah, is, that's is nice. huge, right? right? My only thing, see, I was really interested in this because I wanted to see what it's like, like see what they do for you. And yeah. my, my two things about it that seem a little bit negative right away is I think when you got to pay a down payment and then you pay a monthly fee, I feel like that is... It's like a double whammy. Right. The down payment could be a down payment on owning the boat and then the monthly fee is your monthly fee for But you know what they the say about owning a boat. It's bust out another thousand. Well, and, and it's like the happiest day <laughs> right, days the day, are the day you buy it and, and the day you sell it. it. <laughs> so I know there's probably, I know there's a lot of catches to it. Yeah. You're going to be like, and the other thing is with knowing how you have to reserve it, I wonder if it takes some of the spontaneity out. Like, hey guys, want to go to the, wanna, oh, tomorrow's going to be a nice day. Let's take the boat out. I don't, that, I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think that's a big deal at all. I mean, you just... If it's if it's something that you're planning with friends or whatever, then and you probably only have to reserve it if it's like a bigger boat. There's probably or, uh, certain there's, tiers, there's probably, right? Right. There's probably always certain boats available, you know. But if like you're planning a big weekend with a bunch of friends and you need a bigger boat, you need then to reserve, you need to reserve it and advance. Then send out. The, that's my guess. Right. Well, that's why I was kind of thought. It'd be really cool to do this because I because I wanted to hang out with our with our with our friends and yes. check out their their. We haven't boat seen club them in a thing. while. That yeah. would be fun. And they said we got a little. We're gonna go out near Fort DeSoto, I believe, and we're gonna go check out this island and we're gonna hang out and like, oh, this is gonna be a great great time. Yeah. And then two days ago, he reached out and said, "Hey, man, might need to cancel this one because, yeah. dun dun dun." Red tide is really, really bad on the whole Gulf Coast. So, yeah, and it's been predominantly in Sarasota and down like in Naples area. Well, it started down Myers. by Naples, Marco yeah. Island, and it is trickling out <clears throat> from the Lake Okeechobee, and then it's getting worse and worse and worse. And now and it's, it's inching its way up. To, now it's in Pinellas. It's in Pinellas. It's showing up in Hillsborough, and now. I've just read an article. It's it's actually showing up on the, in the Panhandle. It's up showing up like near yeah. near Destin and Pensacola. So, but it's weird. I was just looking at a at a red tide map, and I'll show. I'll put this red tide map up on the website. Is it from Fish notes. and Wildlife? It was from no. It they may have got it from there. It was like from al.com, which is like an Alabama website. But I think, oh. but it because it's Alabama. Florida, Florida Fish and Border, Wildlife right. has a like they're the the agency that's kind of like over the red tide, and they keep an up to date map too of. Oh, okay. Where I'll the find that. Yeah. And I'll put that on the show notes because I thought that if you're going to be doing a beach weekend now, earlier in the summer, we did 4th of July at Siesta Key and we we did a couple mm-hmm. weekends in the beach. And it was great the earlier no summer, but yeah. now it's getting really, really bad. And, and I think that um, a lot of people were talking, they were hoping that like a tropical storm would come through that didn't do any damage to Florida, but maybe cleaned it out or blew it out but it looks like it might have now I don't know I'm not a, I'm not an expert I don't I'm just speculating I might be completely wrong here but yeah I'm wondering if Gordon that we had a couple weeks ago pushed this up to the panhandle well I don't know maybe um I know that like you said they were hoping that a um a tropical storm would kind of blow some of it out and and keep it on its go make you know make it go on its way because a lot of that has is why it's lasting so long from what I hear is that typically some kind of storm or winds will blow it out and it, it it'll leave but all the blends all the winds keep blowing it it's, in yeah and so it's just um, hanging out and so creeping yeah, up the coast it's lasting longer this year than than it has in the past but it you never know it's kind of like a you know, a, a roll of the dice. You never know right. what you're going to get. It's like a blob. It started in <laughs> South Florida and or Southwest Florida. Now it's slowly creeping up. And it's funny. It skips like the whole Big Bend area there. And then it's yeah. up in the... 
And from what I understand, it's all, it's, it's naturally occurring, but like the, like we can contribute to it with like our, our fertilizer and nitrogen and things like that. So, um, yeah, these have been occurring for years, but then there's stuff that people do that makes it kind of exasperate. I remember about 10 years ago or so, there was another pretty bad red tide and we were at the beach one day, I think it was Indian rocks. And you could just like taste it. Like you were just like oh, yeah. sneezing and coughing. Yeah, and, like, absolutely. Yeah. Let's get that. I remember I was trying to fish on that uh, pier out there and there was just like dead fish floating by me and mm, yeah. I'm like sneezing like, yeah, this isn't a good time to be out here. So if you're planning a beach weekend for fall end of summer kind of deal, you might want to check this map or maybe even avoid the Gulf Coast yeah. altogether right now because it's pretty bad along from St. Pete all the way down to Fort Myers right now, Naples. Yeah, it's been it's been rough. It's been a rough it's been a rough sl- end of summer slash fall, I guess. Yeah, so that's uh, kind of a bummer. I didn't want to start the show off with a bummer, but I wanted to say that we were gonna do this and check out this boat boat club thing and yeah. talk about our uh, well, little hopefully boat Hopefully, we'll adventure. do that again. Yeah, some other yeah, weekend, yeah. We're, and then we can still talk about right. It. It's a it's a, it's a rain check, so this will clear out. The, the red tides they never last forever, so hopefully, fall winter comes along and blow it out. So yeah. Well, enough so, about that. So speaking of fish, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of fish, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I was just going to talk about the fact that we went back to food and wine last weekend. We so, can't get enough. You know, we can't. And we're two down, two more to go to get our, our Mickey Mouse uh, cutting board. Yeah, if you show up four times, you get a cutting board. That's our goal. Is that's that our goal. Little, <laughs> that, little, that Mickey Mouse cutting board. We but, got the free magnet. I know it's funny. You drive around and you see those magnets on the back of cars. I didn't realize they were free. I didn't even never. I never knew how you got them. I never saw them for yeah. sale in any store. They never mail them to you. But then we went showed up at the food and wine event, and there was a line for pass holders, and they had all the magnets. Like, oh, mystery yeah. solved. That's how you get it. Yeah, I I didn't realize that, but. Ours has a Mickey with a, with a chef, chef hat, hat on yep. them, though. And the, most of the ones you see don't have chef hats. So I wonder if that's a new thing this year for maybe, food and Maybe wine, every or... different event has a different one. Like if you show up at some of these different, maybe, I don't know, not-so-scary Halloween, you get one. That's just yeah, one event. Maybe, maybe different. Yeah, I don't know. So we went back last weekend and tried some different things. And I kind of wanted to talk about it just briefly real quick because yeah. we found there were some really good things that we tried. Um we went to the Light Lab, which is in like Future World West, um, kind of near where Club Cool is. This is where we had the glow in the dark yeah, smoothies exactly. or, or ices. We had, we had the phosphorescent flight. Um, and should I say that five times fast? Phosphorescent. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say it one time real fast. I know. Phosphorescent. I know. It was, it was pretty crazy, but it was really good. And it was three different um, frozen beverages, and they were all non- non-alcoholic. Um, one was like, uh, we talked about it, and we still weren't sure what it was, but um, it was like a pineapple, coconut, limeade, maybe? There but was then, definite coconut. It was like a Then someone like else thought it was strawberry. Yeah. So it, it's, and then they say, like, taste it with your eyes closed to get a better idea of well, what I, it is. I think the colors were influencing to, to throw you off. Like, it might well, be, it's a yellowish orange drink, but there was but definitely there was, a pineapple-y flavor in there, I think. Maybe it was yeah. just Well, there was a second one that was blue, and that was blue raspberry, and it was very clearly blue raspberry. And then there was a third one that was purple, and it was grape. So I don't know if the colors were supposed to throw you off or not, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, those two colors are very appropriate for right, what right, they right, were. Right, 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 um, right. But they were really good, really cold, very sweet. Um, it was great for a hot day. Um, but it looked like you guys were drinking radioactive waste. Yeah, and they had, that was, that was the other thing that was really cool. They had light up ice cubes in them. If you've ever seen the light up ice cubes, they're not 
made of ice. They're made of plastic. Some kind of plastic, I yeah. guess, that's non-toxic, hopefully. I hope. <laughs> Maybe not now. In 20 years, they'll find out. Oh, shoot. Right. We shouldn't have been putting that in our Dad, drink. Gummit. So um, they were the light-up kind. So the, like your drink was lighting up while you were drinking it, which was kind of fun. And the kids kind of liked that. And while you guys did that, I headed over and got the three daughters brewing... Mm-hmm. What was it called? It was like a blueberry black pepper cider. I think that was what it was. And I don't drink too many ciders, but I was like, blueberry black pepper. Was it the Sounds Cider Boys Zen Berry Hard Cider? No, it was Three Daughters, which is a uh, okay, three. On. That's a St. Pete brewery. Oh, Three Daughters Brewing Blueberry Peppercorn Hard Cider. Peppercorn, right. It was actually really good. I went because I like Three Daughters. Brewer, uh, three Daughters is a really cool brewery. Yeah, we've been there a couple yeah, times. Yeah, it's a really neat place. If you're ever in that area, especially like maybe it's in after. Saint Pete. It's in St. Pete, it's really close to the trop, Tropicana Field. Yep. I mean, you can almost walk to great it from there. For like, if you have kids, because they have um, like all these games and stuff that they have out. It's uh, a big. It's a warehouse. They brew the beer in there, but there's a band in there that plays. There's games. Yeah. It's like a lot of breweries like, are like this, but it's big. It's it's, it's very and it's, big, and it's actually kind of kid they have friendly. Like Connect Four, right? Like and big Connect Four, like the big one Four, that's yeah. tall, and there's and, food trucks um, and uh, like uh, corn cornhole cornhole. Um, and a, a really great shuffleboard, like table shuffleboard. Table hop shuffleboard, giant Jenga. But what I love about it on weekends over there is there's always live bands. And yeah. it's not that, I don't know how common it is. It's the only like brewery around here, and there's a lot of breweries around here. It's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head that has live music in it. There's Rock Brothers down in Ebor that does, and Coppertail might, but it's a cool place. Very, yeah. very cool place. And it's right near Trop. It's right near the Trop, so it's like you can do a... Do a ball game and a brewery in one, and it's a really cool place. But I've always had I've had a lot of their beer there, and I never really tried their cider. It was really good. I was kind of hoping for a little more of a peppercorny because I've never had a peppercorn beer beer before yeah. or cider, and I couldn't really get that. But it was still good. It was a refreshing little yeah hot weather kind of drink. You gave me a sip. It, yeah. it, it was nice. I thought because you're not a big like beer drinker, but I tasted this and I thought, yeah, this might be up your alley. Yeah, yeah. I like sweeter drinks right. typically. Um, <clears throat> so. Then we, we started walking around the um, World Showcase and ended up in um, Japan. And we did that that fine Ratatouille guy, Remy's... Yes. So that was the other scavenger thing. Scavenger So we did um, the Remy's... Um, Remy's Hide and Squeak. That's hide what it's called. Hide and Squeak. I was like totally drawing a blank on what it was called, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, Remy's Hide and Squeak. So, and it's like they give you, it's like $5 and they give you a map that's, you know, a really nice big map um, and the, a sheet of stickers that comes with it. And the stickers go on, like every, they're circular stickers and they go on, the map has like places where each sticker goes, right? But you don't know which sticker goes where because you have to go to that world and find Remy. And Remy either has like a bell pepper with him or an onion or he's cutting up some squash or whatever. But whatever he's doing, that's the sticker that you put on that world. So you kind of have to do the hide and squeak. But we later found out from a YouTuber that they didn't finish it and they still gave him the still prize gave him the cop, yeah. at the end. But um, But we finished it. So we were going around to all the different worlds looking for Remy, and and it was really fun. And you, at the end, you get a really kind of cool. Um, what are they called? Like it's like it's a, got like a three D effect, almost yeah. like the old flick, the baseball card. You turn back and forth, yeah. and you see it doing like, stuff. So when you turn the to turn the cup, it like changes the picture. Changes. Yeah. So um, I I don't know the word for it, but I think 
Yeah. Yeah, you get the idea. Yeah. So we were going around doing that, but then we also stopped in Japan and got the boo bun thing. I forget what it was called, but I'm like, it was like that bun filled with like a teriyaki chicken. Yeah, that oh, was the best thing. Teriyaki chicken bun. It was bun. the best thing there. A steamed bun filled with chicken, vegetables, and sweet teriyaki sauce. It was like heaven in a bun. Yeah, I wanted to eat like four of those. I it know. was the best thing ever. And it ever. was a good portion. It was a good portion. It wasn't too expensive. It was really no, good. No, it yeah. wasn't. I think it was like $4. Yeah. And it was a nice size bun. And I could have, again, like you said, I could have eaten a couple more, you yep, know? Yep, Um, Because they were just so yummy. Um, But it was a good time. We, I mean, we... Did we go anywhere else? We got... Um, oh, we went to Thailand. Thailand. We got some stuff to Thailand. And we went to... I think that was it, right? Yeah, we didn't eat as much this time. We kind no. of f- traveled. We were playing the um, hide and squeak. The hide and squeak's actually a really good thing to do if you're bringing like younger kids to the food and wine because it definitely keeps them busy. Like, yeah, they were in having fun. My with experience, the kids don't love the countries as much as the adults do because the adults yep. go there to eat and drink and right. drink around the world. And sometimes the kids are kind of like, ah, oh, there's no rides back here. But if you bring them along. The There's, hide and squeak is yeah. a five bucks is a, or six dollars. It's a it's a low price to pay to keep them busy and, well, and keep they them get a from, cup at the end. And they get a cup, so you're yeah. not really paying. You're paying for the experience, but you're also getting something for it. So um, it, to me, it seems like it's worth it. The kids had a good time. Keeps them entertained. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. You know, it's like just kind of a hunt to go yep. do stuff. They have that at Epcot too. It's a Phineas and Ferb. Um, cell phone game that you can go around and your cell phone actually interacts with some windows. It's kind of like Sorcerer of the Magic Kingdom. Um, and we've done that before. We haven't done it this time since we've had our passes, but I'm sure we'll do it again. Every now and then you'll be walking around and you'll see some weird like effect happen on a building yeah. there and you're like, what is what that? What is going then, on? Yeah, I didn't even know that was the there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Should we should we talk about the, the lady at Norway who sold us up the river or, or gave us bad information for the Mexico hide and squeak? Oh, yeah. Well, we got a couple of those. Somebody said, oh, the Mexico one is hard to find. And, and then someone said, yeah, it's indoors. And she worked there. And then we walked into Mexico and we're looking everywhere inside that place. Couldn't and find it's it dark and it's busy in there. Finally, and I went and asked somebody and said, don't tell me where it is, but can you give me just a basic clue? And I had her tell me because the kids were worried they were going to give us too good of a clue, you know, because they liked the hunt. Yeah. Oh, it's on top of the taco stand. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, well, let, let me go. I'll go get the clue. And that way, if she gives us too good a clue, I can, you know, scale it back, you know, and give you guys a not a bad, you know, not too good of a clue. Well, she's like, well, it's outside. I'm like, well, what? They told us it was inside. Red and she's herring. Like, she's like, well, uh, who told you that? And I'm like, a, a cast member told us that. But then I was thinking about it. We were walking by her talking and she kind of talked to us as we were walking by her so i wonder if she misunderstood thought we were about what the ride, we were asking maybe? about maybe maybe she didn't understand what we were talking about and was just kind of giving like some random advice and not really realizing or the other game the other game you got to play in there because what's the other game the, the game we we're just talking about the game where you go around and oh interact oh with the stuff. phineas and ferb right, thing phineas and ferb, because isn't there's something that happened in there that maybe that's what she thought we we're talking about yes you're right there is a phineas and ferb okay um, random norway lady you're probably forgiven yeah i'm thinking maybe that's what it was who All knows right. who knows but anyway, so I, we had another good weekend. I'm sure we'll go back again next weekend. Yes. We took a break this weekend because I wasn't feeling well. So. You weren't feeling good. And uh, we just, you know, if you go every weekend, then we have nothing else to talk well, about. Well, it seems then, like we've been every weekend yeah, so for we quite a while. A so we needed a break. We needed to take a break. You had some news, too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I got a lot of stuff that's just happening coming up across a few different Florida attractions. So Bush Gardens just announced um, a couple of uh, big new things. So next year... 
for 2019, they announced a brand new roller coaster called, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Tigris? Tigris or Tigris? T-I-G-R-I-S. I assume that's Tigris, right? I would think so. So that follows the standard naming convention at Busch Gardens with Shikra, Tigris, Montu, Kumba, the, all the... Yeah, they're kind of... Except for Cheetah Hunt. Like, they just couldn't think of a cooler name for that. They just... Yeah. Montu, Shikra, Tigris. Cheetah Hunt. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> the one that sticks out. But this is billed as going to be Florida's la- uh, tallest launch roller coaster. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't look huge. It doesn't look like... I wouldn't call this, like, a major roller coaster. It's not going to take up half the park like Cheetah Hunt. It's got a fairly small footprint. So... You start off in the station and it just launches you forward up up 150 foot kind of looping. So you're situation. launching up. You start from complete standstill uh-huh. and then you just launch forward, and then you go up to the very top of this like loop situation. Okay. And then you roll back and then when you hit the little loading station, it launches you backwards again. So you go back and forth, back and forth, up through like this. Kind of looks like, this is probably a bad example, but if you've ever seen like those looping coasters, you just see like one big loop at a carnival or something like that. Yeah. Much more elaborate version of that. I'll, okay. I'll put a picture on the site. So yeah. The um, Tigris project manager, Andrew Schaefer, he described the ride in full detail in the Tampa Bay Times. He said the riders are launched forward out of the station. It's going to stop and then come back through the station and launch you backward up the other tower. So 150 feet tall, you get launched out at 60 miles an hour back and forth a few times and then you go through a slow inversion called a heartline roll a heartline roll is like it's almost like a perfect corkscrew it's not okay it's not a looping corkscrew they call it a heartline because you're like if you put a line right through your body your heart would kind of do a a I, roll i gotcha so, yeah so that's opening gotcha. up next year that's going to be over there in the back of the park back by jungala by the bengal tigers okay in the stanleyville area so i'm trying to think are they replacing their, something i don't or? i don't know it doesn't look that it doesn't it looks big like it's gonna be tall uh-huh but not not like like land spread out spread. like it doesn't look like it's gonna use up a ton of land okay um it looks like they're saving the big one now they announced there's gonna be another Big ride in 2020, but they're a little they're a little hush hush on what the details are going to be. Oh, all they know, all they've said is that it's going to replace, finally going to replace the defunct Guazi that's been sitting there unused. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's been. I a, mean, come on. I mean, first of all, if you're going to take down, if you're going to take down a roller coaster, I mean. Take it down. Yeah, it's been sitting there. It's for, just sitting there. By the time this that closed in 2015, so by the time this new ride opens, 2020, that'll be five years that that big wooden roller coaster has been sitting there unused, which is just a big eyesore for five years. This big wooden, and I think a lot of people walk by it and see it and think, "Oh, that's a new big wooden roller coaster over there. I want to go on that," and they can't because it's been closed. Yeah, it's definitely an eyesore. I, I, I mean. Not only is it an eyesore, but when I walk by it, I think, I want to ride that. But no, it's condemned. It's condemned. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like... I mean, I actually was one of the few people that liked Guazi. I thought it was fun. Guazi, I liked it on... Depending on what kind of, like, on what kind of mood I was in. I'm always in a mood to ride a roller coaster, but it was always, like... It's fun, but it's legit the most... The it's rough, shaky. It was the roughest wooden roller coaster I've ever been in. And I right. think that's why it didn't last long, because it just, like, abused you coming out of that thing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't ever really feel abused. I feel abused when I leave Kumba. Yeah. Um, But, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's, it's silly to leave such a big... 
I mean, it, it, it was a it was something to behold, you know. Oh, it was like a centerpiece of the park. Yeah, and it like still is. It's just not being used. Wooden roller coaster that is complete, completely condemned, and you just walk by it, and you're like, "Aw, what could have been, or what was? That would have been fun. It's like a memorial to." It's silly. It's yep. silly to leave that there, I think. So it's finally coming down in 2020. That's Now, that takes up a significant amount of space. So whatever they have planned and they, all they've announced is that something's coming in 2020 that's going to replace uh, Gwazi, finally. So is, it's set to open in 2020? It's set to open in 2020. 2019 is Tigris. Okay. Tigris, Tigris. We'll go with Tigris. I think it's Tigris. Because um, they have Cheetah, Tiger. Yeah, it's a Tiger-themed coaster yeah. back in Jungala. And whatever is coming in 2020 to replace the condemned coaster, Gwazi, mm-hmm. is mum's the word. But it's going to be pretty big because that's a lot of space it back there. It is a lot of space, yeah. yeah. So can't wait to huh. see what that's going to be. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Hopefully we'll get to talk about that uh, on here at some point. And then speaking of Bush Gardens, this is kind of kind of interesting. So Bush Gardens is other park, the sister park, SeaWorld, your favorite place. Yeah. I love I, lo- I love uh, Buffalo Wild Wings as much as you love SeaWorld. <laughs> I, I like SeaWorld. I don't want people to think I don't like SeaWorld. World. I just don't like. I don't like the. I don't like what they would do with the whales. Well, so some new. This is about a week old. This we probably could have talked about last week, but I I kind of missed it. So, but it's. I think it's worth talking about. So, um, some new attendance figures have come out on SeaWorld. Okay. And some new uh, stock price information. You probably don't follow either one of these. No, I, I don't really either. I'm not big on the stock. Follow the stock market. What's your I gut would, feeling? What's, I, my what's gut going is on with SeaWorld? It's, it's continuing to tank. Their stock is now at a. It's gone up eighty percent in the past year. SeaWorld attendance is up five percent in the past quarter, and they think that SeaWorld's troubles, at least as far as attendance goes, it's the trending is trending in the other direction. Really, Pe- people are showing up at SeaWorld again. Why? Well, they were the interim CEO. The re- the reason that people stopped going hasn't changed. You can tell I mean, when I'm reading something, right? Oh yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. They they're trying to they're trying to. They say that this guy, this John Riley, not to be confused with John C. Riley. I know. I love John C. Riley. Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> and Chicago. <laughs> and Kong. We were just talking about Kong yeah. earlier. That's an underratedly good movie. I liked Kong. I never saw it. You never saw it. We keep telling you, you got to see Kong. It's okay, good. It's okay, Kong Island. Okay. So he says, now this is in, in, in uh, interim CEO speak, okay. that uh, new rides, discounted prices for annual passes, and new marketing strategy that focuses on animal rescue efforts helped push the good results. So I guess they're trying to say, but look at all the good stuff we do. And and I mean, and they do. They do a lot of like manatee rescue and sea turtle rescue and things like that. And at you're rolling end, your eyes at me. I did not roll my <laughs> eyes. And I, But at the end of the day, they are not a nonprofit. They're not a Florida aquarium or a, you know, Zoo Tampa. They really should get rid of the whales. They're still holding it. I mean, whether you think one, whatever you think. I mean, I think. guess they, I, I understand that they can't get rid of the whales because whales they can't put them out back out to right. the wild. And I believe they're they phasing will, it out. They will die right. if they just drop them out in the wild and leave them to fend for themselves. Yeah, I get that. But, um, but in the meantime, I would think that, I don't know. I mean, I would, if, if I were their PR person and I had an unlimited budget, which... I'm not, and I don't. Um, I would say, you know, let's build them some ginormous, you know, tank that is at least bigger than the swimming pool they have. And, you know, have them, you know, have some, I don't know, give, give, you know, like the... Give them a bigger environment. Now, I remember seeing something about this a few years ago that they did plan on building them a bigger tank. 
with a lot more interactive stuff in there to make keep them happy and make it look like their natural environment. And yeah. I don't know whatever happened with that. That's what I think that they should do in the meantime. You know, with the whales they have that they can't obviously. Put it might back be too much the money. They look at that and see this is going to cost us so much money, and we're going to phase these things out eventually. So let's just hold out for the meantime. Yeah. And then, like I've said before, this will become like the ocean version of Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens is roller coasters mixed with Africa and zoo, and this could be roller coasters and theme park rides mixed with ocean themed attractions, fish and sharks yeah. and dolphins and. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, but well, what, I'm 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 glad that they're doing better. You know That's what else good. was speculated to be a boost here, though? What's that? And I've said it before. And you'll say it again. The free beer. When they went back to the free beer, they think that that actually brought quite a few people back in. And oh, they do that at SeaWorld too. Well, Busch Gardens and SeaWorld are both the same company, so they, I know. But they they uh, brought the free beer back to SeaWorld and Busch Gardens, and now I that didn't was realize only, they did it at SeaWorld. That was too. only supposed to be temporary. So I'm hoping that they <clears> bring that back because. When we've been going to Bush Gardens, I make that a spot a stop every time, and I think subconsciously that might have been a reason we went back there. So, uh, when you're saying attendance is up, is this specific to SeaWorld, or is this the whole company? SeaWorld, because SeaWorld if Park Bush is Gardens five... is doing better, that could be making up for the SeaWorld well. Attendance. That's the thing. What so... I'm reading is their stock is up eighty percent. That's both, but I believe from what I gathered, the SeaWorld, the park to SeaWorld is up five percent. That doesn't seem like a lot, but at least it's. Hey, it's not been better down. than being down. Yeah, it seems like they're turning the <laughs> yeah, corner. So absolutely, and okay. they got a new um, that new water ride that has been delayed quite a bit. It's supposed to open over there pretty soon. That um, hmm. I guess they maybe people are buying season passes in hopes that that thing is going to be okay opening soon. So yeah, and then the last thing I've got on here, we're going to go over to Kennedy Space Center, and they're adding. Now this is something I I'm not going to be able to talk about too intelligently because. There's science talk here. Because you're not an astronaut? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the Delta three, a Delta two rocket, this is a rocket that started um, back in 1989. It's one of these like stalwart, they call it like the workhorse of, of uh, the NASA fleet that takes up satellites and cargo up there. Okay. They're actually, they just retired this thing. This this rocket program has just been retired. It launched its last, mis- uh, last missile, geez, last <laughs> mission a couple weeks ago, and they're going to be adding this to the rocket garden that's there. So oh, okay. the, the big famous rocket garden yeah. that you walk in and see. Which is very cool. Yeah, they're adding, because they feel this is a historical uh, rocket that's basically, that, that NASA's been using for almost 30 years now. They're going to add this to the to the rocket garden so you can see one that's of them awesome. on display. And it, it's going to be the tallest one there now. There's another, oh. There is another one that's taller, but it's laying down. So of the upright ones, this will be the, that's cool. the tallest, newest addition to the rocket garden. You know, I think back to our summer 2018 bucket list. <laughs> I was list. just thinking about that. And How much of that did we not do? Too much. Yeah. Too much. But I think we did do a couple things. But, um, but I really, really wanted to go back to to Kennedy Space Center this summer which we never did so but you know what summer is so hot and it's you know it's it's a rough time in Florida so maybe the winter is the time maybe we need to have a 2018 winter bucket list maybe we should take the summer bucket list that we did and push that to make it our 2018 (laughs) slash 2019 bucket (laughs) well there's so much stuff to do there really is and we end up getting like I don't want to say sidetrack, but thing, other things come up that we do on the weekends. Well, and, and not only that, but every once in a while, you do have to stay home and like do laundry and stuff, right, which yes. is never fun. But no. but it's like, okay, we do actually have to be responsible every once in a while. <laughs> or go back to Epcot Food and Wine. <laughs> right. <laughs> 14 times. Yes. 
Yeah, so got to earn that cutting board. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You have to have the cutting board. So that's all I got for news this week. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty interesting. I do want to. I think. Do you think we need to go back and look at that um, bucket list and yeah. think about it? You know, we've got you know some time off coming at Thanksgiving and at Christmas time that maybe we could plan something like that. That would yeah. be fun. What did we hit? We hit Star Flyer and we hit we hit a couple things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like the on the the lagoon was on our list, and, and that's, that closed. That's or not, it's not our even fault. Op- it's not even open yet. Yeah. I really wanted to do that, and that oh. I mean that totally wasn't our fault that we couldn't do that because it didn't even open. Someone didn't get their building code straight, or something like something that. Something like that. They didn't get the permits they needed. What a knucklehead. Well, it, it makes you feel good though that we're not the only ones that sometimes don't get our stuff together. Yes. <laughs> You're building a multi-million dollar lagoon, and then. Right. Yeah. And you forgot your building permit. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And if you like this podcast, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and share us with your friends and family to help us grow. You can also find us on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. We would love to hear from you. And search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye now.